Welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 171 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about quarterback Cam Newton being released by the New England Patriots. We all thought this was going to happen at some point. We did not think it was going to happen two weeks before the start of the regular season after they had already played all three preseason games. I mean, this outcome was inevitable seeing that they drafted former Alabama quarterback Mac Jones with their first round pick. It's just shocking that they brought back Newton in the first place. That was the first move they made this offseason was to bring back Cam Newton on a one-year $3 million deal. And I don't know if you all remember this. They were saying that Cam Newton was a big part in attracting all of these free agents, Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry, to come to the New England Patriots in the first place. It's seemed like the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick were denying the fact of how bad Cam Newton played last year, and now all of a sudden they've just come to that realization. I mean, this makes me wonder, was this all for show in the first place, bringing Cam Newton back? Was this to make it look like their first round pick, Mac Jones, earned the job? Well, here's my problem with that theory. If that were the case, nobody is impressed that Mac Jones beat out Cam Newton because New England fans and most football fans do not think very highly of Cam Newton right now. He is not the same player that he once was. Everyone thinks that if you draft a quarterback in the first round, most likely that guy should be your starting quarterback. There's a reason that the Patriots were drafting that high. There's a reason that the Jaguars drafted Trevor Lawrence because guess what? they need a quarterback and the Patriots like most NFL teams need a starting quarterback and Cam Newton was not it. Every time you bring up the name Cam Newton and you talk about his time with the Patriots you need to talk about the fact that last year he threw for just eight touchdowns and 10 interceptions. This is a throwing league now. Running quarterbacks even if they're elite still need to be able to throw the ball. Yes I know he had like what double digit touchdowns as a rusher. That's all well and good although he's not the same rusher that he once was. This was a far cry from his MVP season when he led the Panthers to the Super Bowl. This is not that Cam Newton. This is a guy who still talks the talk, but he can't walk the walk. He is no longer a starting caliber quarterback in the National Football League. My problem with the New England Patriots is why did it take this long for them to come to that realization? I mean, Bill Belichick was praising this guy and it's maddening that at no point last year, he benched Cam Newton for Jared Siddham. Now, New England Patriots fans will never actually know the question of, can Jared Siddham actually play the quarterback position? Now, we don't care about that because we have Mac Jones, but I just wonder, what was the point of all of this? What was the point of the Cam Newton era? Was it to compete? Was it to just be a placeholder? I'll say this in fairness to Cam Newton. Even Newton's most vehement detractors cannot deny that COVID play a huge factor in Newton's time with the Patriots. He missed time last year because of it, and before that, he looked good at times, especially in that game versus Seattle when he threw for 397 yards. And think about this, after that game, there were people claiming that the Patriots should sign Cam Newton to a long-term big-money contract. Yes, that was something that actually happened. Very few people remember that fact, but I remember the next day, all the radio personalities were like, 
give Cam Newton 80 million plus dollars right now. And then you have the incident this preseason where he misses time due to NFL protocols and the fact that he is not vaccinated. That is 100% on him though and it's probably one of the biggest factors why he lost this job. You cannot go into the starting season when you lose your quarterback for five days at a time if he's not an elite quarterback. I mean if Cam Newton were as good as Kirk Cousins then the Patriots would have kept Cam Newton but because he's one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the league you cannot have a guy who's one unreliable and two not there. The other thing that's not Cam Newton's fault is the lack of weapons that were around him. Last year when the Patriots lost Julian Edelman there was no one to throw the ball to. Yes he wasn't very good with the options that he had. I mean Nikhil Harry that was never going to work out with him and Newton but he never got the ball to the right people especially James White. It's criminal how often Cam Newton missed James White. I mean James White is one of the best catching backs in the league and Cam Newton misused him but again in Newton's defense there were no tight ends. He had no real offensive weapons. Sony Michelle had become a shell of himself from that Super Bowl season. There was no one to throw the ball to who was elite. You can have a massive lack of talent when Tom Brady is your quarterback and you're still going to win double digit games but when an aging Cam Newton is your quarterback you're going to go 7-9 and nine and miss the playoffs every time. I'm as happy as the next guy that the Patriots are moving on from Cam but right now they are weak at backup quarterback. As of now they have Brian Hoyer and if you watched him last year versus the Chiefs you know that's a problem. This past week Jags quarterback Gardner Minshew was traded for a 6th round pick and in his career Minshew has 37 touchdowns and 11 picks. You need a reliable backup like that when you have a rookie quarterback. It's like when Tua struggled last year for the Dolphins they had Ryan Fitzpatrick. You need insurance at that position when you have a rookie quarterback. You need a reliable backup. It is a necessity and right now the Patriots are without one. Remember a few years ago the Patriots were rich at the position. They had Tom Brady, they had Jimmy Garoppolo, and they had Jacoby Brissett. I mean right now they only have one reliable guy and we think he's reliable. That's Mac Jones. There is still a big question mark about Mac Jones. You can look good in the preseason all you want. You can look good in those games but when the regular season starts is Mac Jones going to be able to win you big time football games and is he going to be able to remain healthy? As a fan of the New England Patriots it's kind of hard not to look back at the first full year without Brady as a colossal waste of time. They seemingly had no plan whatsoever for the greatest football player in the National Football League leaving their team. They had no plan for when he left. He left and then it was like, oh my god, we have to find somebody to play the quarterback position. And then they ended up with Cam Newton giving him, what, a million dollars last year? And now Mac Jones lands on their lap and yes, he might be good or he might be average, but there was no plan. I mean, at least when Brett Favre left the Packers, they had Aaron Rodgers. When Joe Montana left the Niners, they had Steve Young. The Patriots had absolutely nothing when Tom Brady left. We thought they had Jared Stidham and then they told us we don't have that guy. Do you know why the Packers are giving in to Aaron Rodgers' demands? Because they don't want to end up in the exact same situation. And it seems to me like right now the Packers do not believe in Jordan Love's future as of this moment as a starting NFL quarterback. So they're going to give Aaron Rodgers everything he wants because they don't want to end up like what happened with the New England Patriots. 
Patriots last year where they end up with a middling quarterback and a bad football team because Aaron Rodgers is the Green Bay Packers and Tom Brady was the New England Patriots. Teams are going to look back at last year of the New England Patriots as a cautionary tale. So now whenever their franchise quarterbacks have these ridiculous contract demands or they think he's aging, I think a lot of teams are going to look back at this year that the Patriots had without Brady and they had Cam Newton and they're going to say to themselves, we're going to give in to the demands of this quarterback. I think a team that has done brilliantly with their quarterback leaving their roster, Drew Brees retired from the Saints, and guess what? They have two viable options at the position. I still believe Jameis Winston can be a pretty good quarterback when he's coached by an elite coach. I think Sean Payton can get the best out of Jameis Winston. It Look, Drew Brees wasn't all that when he left the San Diego Chargers and then he went to the Saints and had an elite season. Maybe the same thing is about to happen to Jameis Winston. Even if it doesn't, he's going to be better in New Orleans than he was in Tampa Bay. And they have Taysom Hill. I mean, they had options when Drew Brees left. That's what should have happened with the New England Patriots. They did not have options, so they ended up with Cam Newton. When you have an aging quarterback like Tom Brady and you don't think you're going to keep him for a very long time, you need to come up with a succession plan. And it's one of the scariest things ever that the New England Patriots did not have a succession plan, and I think that was all ruined by that Jimmy Garoppolo trade. They thought Garoppolo was going to be the guy, then he demanded money way sooner than they thought, and they traded him away for almost absolutely nothing. Let's talk about Mac Jones for a second. For Mac Jones, rookie quarterbacks usually do not win a lot. There are outliers like Dak Prescott, Big Ben Roethlisberger, and Andrew Luck, but even if your rookie quarterback puts up big numbers, it doesn't mean it will add up to wins. Just look at last season for Justin Herbert. He had the best rookie season of any quarterback and the Chargers basically won the same amount of games as the New England Patriots. This year for the Patriots is going to come down to all of their offseason acquisitions and whether or not those moves will pay off. I mean, you have the two star tight ends, Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry, and you hope those two together will fill the void that was left by Rob Gronkowski. And then you brought in the receivers, Kendrick Bourne, and Nelson Aguilar. There's no more Julian Edelman. There's no more Danny Amendola. These are the guys now, and Nelson Aguilar had a very good season last year, but he has been inconsistent throughout his time. I like Kendrick Bourne. I'm not sure he's a number one option. You still have Jacoby Myers, but I don't think Jacoby Myers should be a number one NFL receiver. It's best if he's the third or fourth option. If this receiver group struggles and the offense looks bad at the beginning of the season, I think a lot of people will be questioning the fact that the Patriots did not go after Julio Jones. I think a lot of people will say you should not have gotten those two tight ends and you should have gone after Julio Jones. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I mean, if both of those tight ends put up big numbers and the Patriots are winning a lot, nobody will question it. But if the Titans look like a better passing game than the New England Patriots, a lot of people will say Julio Jones was the X factor. And a lot of people look back fondly when the Patriots had two elite tight ends. I mean, they only won the Super Bowl once when that was the case. They had Rob Gronkowski and Martellus Bennett, but when they were at their heyday and they had arguably two of the top 
10 tight ends in the league. They were not winning Super Bowls. They were a great offense. They were putting up numbers. They were making the postseason time after time, but they were not winning the big game. So I'm not sure that having your two best offensive weapons be tight ends is a viable winning option. Kansas City has one of the best tight ends in the league, but they also have one of the best receiver groups in all the football. And I do think overall Patriots fans and the Patriots themselves overrate their running backs. Just because you have a lot of running backs does not mean they're all good. I'm not sure Damian Harris is an elite runner. I like James White, but he's an aging player. Like, look at that group. You don't know what J.J. Taylor is going to be. Just because you have a lot of guys who are on your roster as running backs does not mean all of them are decent NFL players. I mean, those teams that have the one elite rusher, they do pretty well. Cleveland has an elite two running back system. Get two guys. That's what you need. Five against two. I'm picking the team that has the two elite runners over the team that's using five like the Patriots. The one problem I have with Mac Jones starting is usually when a seven and nine football team drafts a number one overall pick quarterback, they ease him into the position. There's not expectations, but because of the Patriots' huge offseason, there are now expectations that they are going to return to form. That is asking an awful lot out of a rookie quarterback. And listen, the guy is a good passer, but he had elite weapons at Alabama. He might not be able to put up those same kind of fantasy football type numbers in the NFL. It might be a process. How are Patriots fans going to feel if they win eight football games this year? If they go eight and 11, how are you going to feel if by the end of the year, Mac Jones improves a little, but there were still some struggles along the way? I mean, I think Patriots fans are expecting an 11 or 12 win football team. And I think those expectations are quite high. I mean, think about the fact that Buffalo is in your division. The Jets are in your division. They seemingly improved at the quarterback position as well. You also have Miami. I mean, I could see the Patriots being the second best team in the division or the fourth best team in the division. That's the reality. They are somewhere in the middle. I don't think they are better than Buffalo at this moment. I mean, until you see something from Mac Jones in the regular season, you're still going to put those proven commodities above them. Cleveland has Baker Mayfield. Kansas City, of course, has Patrick Mahomes. They're going to be the best team in football. They have the best quarterback. Mac Jones is an unknown, and to go into an offseason and spend all that money and then put it into the hands of an unknown is kind of a questionable decision. Now, maybe it will work out. It has in the past. Again, Big Ben had a fantastic rookie season, but the odds are against Mac Jones and the Patriots with this team being a postseason team. I mean, I think the absolute best case scenario is the New England Patriots and Mac Jones going 10-7. and Mac Jones has like, what, 22 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, and they get bowed out in the first round of the postseason. The worst case scenario is they're in the exact same place. They're still a 7 or 8 or 9 win team, and they miss the postseason because maybe that would look good on paper if Mac Jones has a good rookie season but misses the postseason. But right now, all these Patriots fans are clamoring for them to make the postseason. And if they don't, I think this year will be looked at as a disaster with all that money they spent in the offseason. Every day in the offseason, it was like, oh, the Patriots made another big move. And if those big moves don't add up to a playoff spot, people are going to be mad and people are going to question Bill Belichick like never before. So Belichick needs this season to be a winner. I know that's crazy to say that a six-time Super Bowl winning coach needs his team to make the postseason for us to like him again, but 
I do think that's the reality we are in right now. Getting back to Cam Newton, I don't think this is the last time we'll see him on an NFL team, but I don't think it's that overdramatic to state that this was his absolute last chance to be a starting quarterback in the National Football League. He is not going to be signed by somebody to be their starting quarterback. He is going to be some team's backup, and he'll get the chance to start if the starter goes down. That's where he is right now as a starter. You cannot look at Cam Newton as a viable option, even if you have elite offensive weapons around him. He is not reliable enough to lead a team to the postseason or to be a decent team. He is inconsistent. There will be moments and flashes of the old Cam Newton, but overall, he is wildly inconsistent at this point in his NFL career. And one of the reasons he might struggle even getting a backup position is because all of the publicity that goes along with Cam Newton, even if he's not playing at an elite level, people will cry for him to be the starter. He has a lot of supporters out there. Again, the social media and the fan base of it all, they are claiming that Cam Newton is still an elite level quarterback when he's not. All of that comes with Cam Newton. There's a lot of baggage there and it's not his fault and it's not okay that that could affect his job security moving forward, but that's the world that we live in. If a team signs Cam Newton, there will immediately be controversy around that. When will Cam Newton get the chance to redeem himself? Because he has this MVP background, no one will ever look at him as a normal NFL backup quarterback, and that's a problem. Whenever the starter is struggling, people will say, bring in Cam Newton. He's a former MVP, when in reality, he's not that guy anymore and the Patriots finally realized that and moved on from him and now they have a rookie quarterback in Mac Jones and the rest of the league has come to that conclusion. I don't think you can bring Cam Newton in and not expect there to be commotion about it. Again, I think some team will do it at some point, but right now, I don't think he's going to be a backup right away. I think at some point, Cam Newton will be back in the NFL as a backup quarterback. You also have to wonder if he would be willing to accept that role. I mean, did the Patriots go to him and say, listen, we'll keep you on the team, but you are now Mac Jones' backup, and he said no to that decision? I have no idea. No one knows the answer to that. I don't know the answer of, will Cam Newton be willing to be a backup to an elite level starting quarterback. I mean, that is a far cry from a guy who was the 2011 NFL MVP, a guy who took the Carolina Panthers to the Super Bowl. I mean, this has happened before. Kurt Warner won a Super Bowl with the Rams, then he became a backup, and then he was able to be a backup for a bit for Eli Manning, and then become the starter in Arizona again, and lead them back to a Super Bowl. I'm not saying that that dream situation is going to happen for Cam Newton, but his best bet right now is be a reliable backup in the National Football League, build up his currency, and then at some point in his mid-30s, get a job again. Some point, there is that possibility. If he wants to remain in the NFL, he's going to have to accept the fact that he's no longer MVP Cam Newton. He's no longer the guy that you sign and you automatically get the starting quarterback job. That has gone by the wayside, and fair or not, other coaches around the league are going to look at Cam Newton and say, if Bill Bell 
Belichick, the six-time Super Bowl winning coach, couldn't get Cam Newton to play an elite level. How am I going to be able to do that? Overall, this has been a good week for New England Patriots fans. Hopefully, Mac Jones lives up to the hype. There's been a lot of talk about how consistent this guy has been. I hope it works out for the Patriots because last year was a miserable watching experience. I hope the New England Patriots get back on track. And I hope in Mac Jones they found the true successor to Tom Brady. Because if they didn't, it will be a long time for them to return to their former Super Bowl glory. I think this year for the New England Patriots is playoff or bust. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head Dead Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs>